0: The content of this show is for educational and informational purposes only and is a generalization of common DIY projects. Each home project may encounter unforeseen issues with specific circumstances that may not be covered in discussion on this program. This program makes no representations as to the completeness of the information and expressly disclaims any implied warranties as to the fitness of the information to any particular purpose. Before starting any projects, it's recommended the homeowner research the skills and proper materials necessary as well as any and all local requirements for permits. If there is any doubt, it is advised a licensed contractor be consulted prior to commencing your particular project.
1: Welcome to Dream Home Ninjas, Season 1, Episode 11. We're going to be talking about ourselves today. Yeah, why not get to know
2: your ninja?
1: Yeah, sounds good. I like it. Yeah, let's start with you, Keith. Sweet, (laughs) what do you want to know? What can I talk about? Let's learn about you. How'd you get into plumbing?
3: That's a great question. Before I graduated high school, I knew I wanted to do something. I wasn't sure yet, but in all reality, I truly wanted to be a police officer, but... I started right out of high school. I, I got into working for uh, a plumbing company out of River Grove, Illinois. I'm originally from Elmwood Park. So my dad was actually best friends with um, my previous employer. Oh, nice. So how I got started there was like, you he said, hey, Tommy, do you, your son want to want to work? Does, we need a helper, blah, blah, blah. I applied, talked to him. I got hired. So, and- so you
1: started off as a helper.
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For two years, I was a helper before I even got a, an apprentice card.
1: What did that um, entail? What, what did you have to do as a helper?
3: Oh, everything. Um, cleaning. <laughs> Anything
1: everybody else didn't want to do.
3: <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I mean, you know, it was just riding in the truck, learning. You know, you're learning a little bit, and then, you know, you're...
0: Cleaning,
3: cleaning. tools, cleaning up the messes. Exactly, exactly. Cleaning up the messes, carrying the tools, all that kind of stuff. Washing the trucks... Staying late, making sure everything is taken care of at the end of the day. And this is all at like 17, 18? Yeah, I actually started at 17 because I started before my 18th birthday, yeah. Wow. See,
2: and like to know you wanted to do something with your hands in, in high school, especially you being a millennial... <laughs> I love you throwing that Thanks, in. Yeah, thank you. Thanks that's a lot. A, that's that puts Unfortunately, you miles a lot of many millennials. Yes, yes no. absolutely.
3: Yeah, you know, I mean I originally wanted to be a police officer and then I, the felonies kept you from doing that. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what happened. No, um I just I like talking to people. I like working with people. Um I just wanted to really go to school for something that I'm gonna exactly learn. Yeah. You know, I don't want to have to take extracurricular things, you know, taking extra math classes and all that kind of stuff. I didn't see the point of it. I just wanted to be taught what I know I'm going to learn. And I saw, Hey, like I can get into plumbing. I can. So that you went to a school for that. Yeah. I eventually, once I got my apprentice card, I started, that was back in 2008, started my apprenticeship. And I went to a plumbing school from uh, that was called uh, building and fire code Academy in uh, Hoffman Estates.
1: Oh, in Hoffman Estates. Okay.
3: Yeah. How many years did you go to that? Um, I went there four years.
2: Four okay. years, yeah. Was it full-time or just like night classes? Uh,
3: it was night classes. So you worked all day. Worked all day. As an apprentice.
2: Yep. And then went to class at night. Holy crap. Yeah. yeah most it, people do not have that kind of dedication.
3: And that was every day a week? No, it was so it was Mondays and Wednesdays was first and second year apprentices and Tuesdays and Thursdays was the third and fourth year guys. Okay. Yeah. See now the apprentices just want to come in and like
2: they want to start being a plumber from day one. <laughs> right? They don't. don't want to go to school. They don't want to, no, to, don't want to, to clean school. somebody else's. Well, car. they. Them. Yeah, I just. I, I should just be paid, you know, one hundred and twenty thousand a year and have my plumbing license today. Yeah, no. Unfortunately, no. <laughs> I don't wish it was that easy. No,
1: no dues. <laughs> yeah, but. Well, how many students were in this in the class or
3: apprentices? I would probably say it was like a handful, maybe. Maybe fifteen at one time I remember it was pretty full. It was probably like almost twenty. Wow. When we were there, we, we did shop class, but right. it wasn't it wasn't really always shop class. It was mainly the code. We learned a lot of the code in that school and it was great. It was fantastic. You know, because the our plumbing code in our state is very, very hard to interpret when you're just reading it. Right. You know, there's a lot of shoulds, shells, why that have a very legal specific meaning. It correct. Lawyers wrote it and yeah, plumbers right. don't. We had water it. damage too. There's, yeah. 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 So it's it tricky. Did that for four years and then, um, you know, continued on with my apprenticeship. I took the test. But dur- during the school was, I mean, were you just like so committed that that's what you
2: absolutely wanted to do? Or were there like some moments of like, I don't, I just don't know if this is the thing. Was there something that like, you know, pulled you into it of like, yeah, now I know this is what I want to do
3: probably after a year of starting mm-hmm. doing it being as a helper i knew the end game okay my end game was to become a licensed plumber oh okay awesome. um cool. so in all reality uh, i wanted to take it and just run with it and, and i held my head up high and there was a lot of days where i've you want to look back and you just go i don't want to do this anymore right but that's part of life yeah. you know you got to just take it and run with it so i ran with it and it's been very very well for me and you know i'm a fully licensed plumber now. And everything. So cross connection inspector, cross connection control device inspector. Yeah, that thing. Yes, <laughs> that's an that's an add on to our licensure. Let's
1: hear a little bit about your hobbies.
3: The main ones that I really like to focus on is is my yard work at home. Okay, when I spend the time during the week after I come home from work, when I'm not on call, I will take the time to enjoy the mow. I, I call bull. I, I call bull on that. Why? Because
2: we were at your house. You had like <laughs> foot long grass. No, but you're no, out there no, no. Smoking It was meat. to your waist, oh, dude. It was to the <laughs> waist. Now, I enjoy the now, uh, and I will. But you were out there smoking some meat. Yes. I mean, that, uh, and that was amazing. It yes. Was amazing. Very, very that good. is one oh other God. thing that I
3: like to do. And by the way, the grass in the backyard, I was not worried about it because it's my backyard. I don't care. But the front I have to take care of. Oh, okay, I will never do that again. I've neglected it, and I like to enjoy the more, and I won't ever do that again because it was a multiple day deal. But anyways, so I like to do that work around the house, and also I like to smoke meat, not anything else, but um, smoke meat. I have multiple smokers. Whenever I have the time, I just take the time, and the cost of meat, and usually like to buy a prime cut of meat is is expensive, so I don't. Not like I'm doing it all the time, but I would do it all the time if my wife didn't care as much. But and and uh, morning ladies, there's nothing wrong. Yes. Yes. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with my my I love my wife dearly and she does it. She keeps me in check. So so I'm not spending a ton of money. Nothing's (laughs) coming between me and the smoker. How long have you been married? I've been married since two thousand fourteen. All right. So it'll be five years in October, October eleventh. And uh, you know, the the beautiful daughter there. Yes, I and I have a 18-month-old daughter. Her name is Madeline Ray. I have another one uh, in the womb. Yay!
1: <laughs> uh, thank you. Yeah, the baby's
3: due uh, on my daughter's birthday. Thank you. Are thank you, you kidding me? On my daughter's birthday? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but actually, I mean my wife is having a C-section, yeah, so, so it's so uh, like a, week, a week before. Yeah, a week prior to that, but it, it's still pretty awesome that we made it happen exactly on her actual due date. So, <laughs> wow. we'll see somebody's how somebody's got some habits. <laughs> uh, Eh, eh. Is your
2: birthday exactly nine months before that, or is it like Christmas or some holiday? Is that what the deal is? (laughs) Uh, Our other ninja. Oh, yes.
1: Oh, Vic. Oh, man. What is your biggest takeaway that you want our listeners to have?
3: Well, first off, if there's any young listeners that are out there that'll listen to us, I really want them to understand is, is that being in a trade... It's a dirty job, but it's not a bad job. It's not a bad thing to get into a trade. There's not enough of us out there. And in all reality, you can have a great life. You can have a great career. There's so many different things you can do within our career and, and our type of work that we do. You can be a rough plumber, rough um, just piping in houses. You could do sky rises downtown, all that kind of stuff. You can just do service plumbing. So in all reality, not in just in plumbing, but in a trade in general, there's not enough tradesmen out there. Really, really consider it. Like if you grew up around the tools with your parents and uh, your dad working on projects around the house, really consider it, thinking about that before you get out of high school. And what I would say is in most jobs,
2: you're going to get dirty one way or another. Yeah. I would rather have my hands dirty than my soul dirty.
3: Exactly. Yeah. Because there's people out there that are embezzling money and Mm -hmm. doing the bad things selling
2: garbage to people who don't need it and pushing all kinds of junk wall street guys that are just taking advantage of people i mean there yeah there's all kinds of stuff at the end of the day with working with your hands you feel good exactly you help somebody out yeah I know we've talked about this. I mean, heck, we were just talking about it. That customer, you figured out what the problem was.
3: Yeah, that was all. Oh, that was uh, that was <laughs> were, a big deal. You
2: were absolutely ecstatic.
3: man. Yeah, <laughs> I was. I was screaming. Yes, and I was sending aver- out
2: texts. I
3: figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. And then you see what was going on in the ceiling. So yeah, trying to find that mystery leak. Well, great.
1: Thanks for um, talking a little bit Thanks. about yourself. We're Thank you. Talk about Josh next here on twenty one point six tonight and Slipstream Studios.
2: Hi, this is Josh on 21.6 The Net. Getting Better Every Day airs Monday from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. Join Ron Hoistery and Kent Jones for some mental breakfast as they bring the famous quote, Every day, in every way, I'm getting better and better to life, in particular, to your life. Getting Better Every Day is made possible through the financial support of William Tanyan & Sons, Inc. William Tanyan & Sons, General Contracting. For more information, call 815-385-4466 or at www.wmtanyan.com. That's wmtonya com. Well, thank you for joining us back here on Dream Home Ninjas. This is season 1, episode 11. We're here at the Slipstream Studios, and today we're going to talk about me for the rest of the show. No.
1: <laughs> awesome.
2: Let's talk about you, Josh. Let's talk about you, Josh. All right, this is my perfect time.
1: Just keep it unfolding, you know. I've known you now for about 5 years, yeah. and I learn something new about you all the time. Yeah. You yeah. are a very um intriguing man, for I've, sure. I've led a very interesting life. And yes, he is taken I'm also. Yeah,
2: <laughs> Yep, third time's a charm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this one's a keeper, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, she's she's probably the only one that, that I've ever actually had a, an
1: equal amount of respect for. Yeah. Okay, well,
3: that's, that's awesome. good. That's good to hear.
1: Right from the beginning. Yep, from the beginning. That's good. That's cool. That's yeah. good. So how did you um, get into your water damage remodeling restoration?
2: Honestly, completely by accident. <laughs> It wasn't your dream? No, no, it really wasn't. I had just uh, sold all the inventory, closed down the the tuxedo shop that I owned, and I was selling my tuxedo delivery van to uh, a guy I knew in a uh, networking group down here in Chicago. Mm. Uh, So I had just dropped off the van, just collected the money, and was... Driving back to uh, Milwaukee, where I lived at the time, and he called me up after the girls at the office saw me. And because uh, <laughs> <laughs> they wanted you, <laughs> uh, wanted me for something. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, he called me and asked, you know, if I was looking for a job. And I said, no, not really. <laughs> but what's it pay? I was about a year after the sale of that business when this whole thing happened. I kind of helped my wife at the time try to build a fashion design business that went miserable, various reasons. And I was spending a lot of time with my kids or kid at the time. A lot of daddy time. Mr. Awesome. Mr. Mom,
1: you know. That's always important to be spending the time mm-hmm. with your kids. Yeah.
2: Honestly, I miss getting to spend that much time. Yeah. I basically said, what's it pay? And he started explaining how that worked and i was like yeah i'm in (laughs) water damage sounds like a good deal it sounds like me it's on call emergency service so you know it it pays more than your average handyman for stuff because you have to be available 24 7 to do this and you're dealing with situations where a ceiling can cave in you do actually have to have some specialized knowledge in this stuff and There's a little bit of science that goes into it. And I'm at a place, I've been at a place for the last few years where other companies call me for advice on how to handle
1: situations they don't know how to handle. Oh, that's nice. That's a good position to be in. Yeah.
2: So yeah, I started doing that. And then, you know, after about nine months of doing that, I moved on a project to Minnesota for about six months. It was a volunteer project that I was working on for a nonprofit. And after that six months, I came back to Milwaukee and said, yeah, you know what? I can do this on my own. So I started my first water damage business up there. And then, you know, a few years later, I decided to move down here and, and keep going down here.
1: Okay, cool. Well, so what do you think is some of the strangest things you've ever seen? Oh, there was this one, uh, it was gorgeous hardwood floors, like a very custom Made hardwood
2: floors. This was up in Milwaukee. The people who had originally installed it, like twenty years before, when they were putting the trim on, popped a nail right into a pipe.
1: Oh, Ooh, fun!
2: Never leaked for twenty years. Was it a nail? Because the nail, yeah, it like corroded or, or perfectly sealed to it, and it so it just never leaked. 20 years later, the son's pulling off the baseboard because he wants to, you know, change out the baseboards in his dad's house (laughs) to update him to white or whatever. And it just starts spraying out water. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. It's a 20-year-old problem, you know, that just basically occurred. So that was was interesting. Other than that, it's kind of straightforward. It's always shocking when you walk into a room and it's raining in the room. I remember one job I went to. This was, again, in Milwaukee. It was probably about the worst one. So they had had a boiler pipe break in the Mm -hmm. middle of winter, so that kills the heat as well in the house. By the time I got there, they had a three-inch thick sheet of ice on the inside of the front door. There was no getting in that front door. <laughs> we ended up finally getting in through a back door through the garage or whatever, getting around, and then we found that thick sheet of
1: ice. Wow. Was it down the stairs, too? Was it like a slide?
2: No. The boiler pipe that burst was in the basement, and it just, oh, okay. like the basement was flooded. And Luckily, it was the basement, so it didn't freeze as easily as the rest of the house, Okay, uh, just because of the ambient temperature of the ground. Right. But the upper two floors were just like ice everywhere. That was one of the fun things, and that's where a bit of technical knowledge really comes in, because I've been to similar jobs later than this one where they just turn the heat back on and it becomes a rainforest in there if you don't know your drying and how to do it correctly it just turns into a giant rainforest everything is soaking wet even things that the water didn't even touch
1: so what kind of hobbies do you have
2: my favorite hobby is learning i've gotten into photography i've gotten into woodworking just lathing stuff um but like you know like custom woodworking not like you know construction woodworking i've done uh pottery i enjoy that stained glass uh i've done that before right I enjoy learning, you know, new stuff about computers. I at one point taught myself how to do websites with Dreamweaver, learning a lot about social media currently. (laughs) (laughs) I really kind of get into it. And I always like to know as much about as many things as possible. And that's how I learn with association or trying to take one thing and see how it works similar to something else.
1: What do you think would be the biggest things that you want your listeners to take away from our show? The biggest thing I want
2: listeners to really take away is you should know about your home. Whether you're doing it yourself, you should know the right way it's done. If you're hiring somebody, you should make sure they know the right way to do a thing. That's probably the biggest thing that annoys me walking into a home is seeing somebody who was a DIYer or a house flipper and they, you know, did some work and then sold it to somebody else. And now this person's sitting there with garbage work on a house that shouldn't have been done that way. Right. Or, you know, you hire a contractor who just doesn't know what they're doing. You know, we've talked about that's what makes somebody a a ninja. Just knowing about it. I know how to change my oil. It doesn't mean I'm going to be the one doing it. I'd still prefer to pay somebody to do it a lot faster and cleaner than I do it. But I know how to do it. Right. I know when they come to me with that filter and say, oh, look at this. It looks dirty. If it's really dirty or not. Right. It's not just just surface dirt. It's not just surface dirt. But I know. And knowing is what puts you in responsibility over it it's your home. It is your dream home, hopefully. right. Even if it's not, it's an investment and you should know something about your investments or your dream home. You should be able to take care of those things. And that's that's really the message I want them to understand.
1: Awesome. Thank you, listeners, for listening in on 21.6 The Net and our podcast. Keith, what is our other avenues people can find us? Uh, you could find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. So look us up, Dream Home Ninjas. We'll be right back
3: after these messages. This is the Dream Home Ninjas, and we're live here at the Slipstream Studios. Let's Go Racing airs Monday from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Mike Babich, the voice of Wilmont Raceway, talks all things racing, from the dirt tracks of Wisconsin to the big tracks of NASCAR. See how Mike brings you a daily dose of encouragement using all left-hand turns. Brought to you through the financial support of Wilmont Raceway. For more information on Wilmont Raceway, visit www.wilmotraceway.com. Welcome back to Dream Home Ninjas here on 21.6 The Net. We're going to be talking to Mr. Mike here, and we're going to talk about him. All right. Let's talk about me. Mm -hmm. All right. So, um, Mike, how did you uh,
1: get into the trades? Well, when I was in high school, I had no clue what I was planning on doing. I was working retail. I was in a job program, so half day Mm -hmm. of senior year, I would be able to go work, and I was working full-time my senior year.
2: Oh, that's awesome. That was a program through the high school?
1: Yeah, that was through the high school. Oh, wow. I was working retail, and that was definitely something I did not want to be doing, Yeah, working in retail. Even uh-huh. though that's what I told teachers, to be able to do it, <laughs> <laughs> I knew that it wasn't the right path for me.
2: Is that the first time you were working in high school, or did you have like paper
1: routes? I've been working since I've been 10, okay. doing paper routes, washing windows. I was mowing lawns. Okay. I, anything I can do to make money, I would try to do it when I was a kid. I was
2: guessing that, because anybody that I've ever seen that has an amazing work ethic usually started young.
1: Yeah. My parents only paid for so much. My dad was a mover. So if I wanted anything more luxurious, I had to pay for it myself. Yeah. So I had to find ways to make money as a kid. Yeah, I would help neighbors out. I would shovel snow. Whatever I could do, <laughs> I would do it. Yeah. So anyways, I'm in my high school. This is my senior year. I'm working half the time at this retail store. This guy comes into the class that you get released for the job. Like the high school um, class? Yeah, the high school class. They brought a person in from UTI, and UTI right now is only really known for automotive.
2: What does UTI stand for?
1: Universal Technical Institute.
2: Okay, not, not urinary tract urinary infection. Urinary tract infection. <laughs> Absolutely, yes.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: Just check in for anybody not in the Chicago land area.
1: They're actually a national. They got one in Texas. They have one cool. in Arizona. They have one right down the way here. But back 20 years ago, they actually had an HVAC program. Oh, wow. So me and one of the guys in the class, we both took a trip to the school and checked it out. He wanted to go to automotive. I was checking out the HVAC because I didn't want to be a grease monkey. So um, (laughs) I have the deepest respect now for automotive, but at that time it was the grease monkeys. I decided that day that I wanted to sign up for HVAC program. So I went to school for the HVAC program, accelerated over a little bit over a year that I go through the whole class. Anybody that's going into a trade school, I do not recommend cheating on your test. <laughs> it will absolutely reflect you out in the field. I know friends that actually cheat on the test. I didn't care what I got on my grade. At least I knew it was my grade. Yeah. I wasn't stealing it.
2: The thing about those is it's not about passing the test. It's actually supposed to be about learning the trade. Correct. Mm -hmm. So the the test is just to verify that you learned the trade. And that's, yeah.
1: And trade schools are really good to give you a good, solid foundation of knowledge. It's not going to tell you and teach you everything. You're not going to remember everything in an accelerated program, but if you do your due diligence and you study and learn and ask questions, it will get you somewhere.
2: They're intended to get you started because even, you know, like grease monkeys, like you said, working in automotive can be such a technical
1: industry. I mean, especially nowadays, there's so many computers. Everything's controlled by a computer now. They have to know so many different modalities as the mechanic now. And I don't call him a grease monkey anymore. I have a lot more respect for him.
2: (laughs) But HVAC is the same. There's so much technology that can get involved. Some of the things you've told me about that you can put in your HVAC system, ION air cleaners and crazy stuff. You got to know a little bit of something. It really is a technical field. Oh, yeah, it very much is. I mean, plumbing as well. It's absolutely because there's so many different branches of plumbing that even plumbers don't like to try to cover
1: everything. They tend to specialize in an area or two. As Keith mentioned at the beginning of it, when we were talking about that. Right. Yeah. So anyways, I got my job at the first company. I was hired before I graduated. I got out and went right to work. To step back a little bit from high school to trade school, I only had a month off, so I didn't waste any time. No trip to Europe. No trip to Europe. Moving forward, I was at that company for seven years. When I first got hired on, I'm all gun-ho, trade school, I'm going to be an HVAC tech, and they want me to become a plumber also. (laughs) We're out in rural Illinois. We're out in country area, long distances between calls. Outhouses. The MO of the company was you cross-train your guys. I really wanted to be an HVAC guy. So I kind of held off about two years before I actually put in for my apprenticeship. I'm wanting to learn the HVAC trade a little bit more before I actually took on another trade. I was doing some plumbing at the time. After two years, I decided, hey, it would really be a good idea to become a plumber. Went through the four-year apprenticeship, which I was actually doing classes the two years just to see if I really wanted to do it. Hmm. I got out of plumbing school, went to take my test. I also am a Cross-control device inspector, CCCDI inspector. I can also do that.
3: How many C's are in that?
1: Three C's.
3: Cross-connection
1: control. Device inspector. <laughs> okay. It's a mouthful. In that first seven years, which I was with that company, I grabbed onto any training I possibly could. If they're holding a class at a supply house, I'm going to that training. I always made sure that my education, I was doing the plumbing school. I did trade school. I always wanted to keep educating myself. I've done radiant heat classes. I've gone off to Minnesota to Upanor, where it was a week training class to learn how to do radiant heat and snow melt systems and that kind of stuff. I actually, at that point, once I got my plumbing license, I really like being a licensed plumber. I'm protecting the health of the nation. I can help grow and make more plumbers once I got to that position. And I was learning. I was part of the school. So making new and more plumbers and HVAC techs, I love discussing opportunities and growing people in there. So I've been doing it since 98 is when I went to trade school. I'm at 21 years now from when I started my trade school to now. Wow.
2: Wow.
3: For plumbing?
1: It was started off HVAC, like I mentioned, and then 21 years in the trades. Okay. So 21 years through HVAC and plumbing. Wow.
3: So when did you actually get your plumbing
2: license?
1: I got my plumbing license in 2005. Sweet. It was still like 14 years. I was always the youngest at any company I went. (laughs) Built my house when I was 21, um, being in the trades. So young millennials, you could actually buy a house before your counterparts that are going to college. Yeah. Trades are a really good opportunity.
2: Before we get into the hobbies, what do you got for yourself at home?
1: Wife and kids and all that good stuff. I do have a wife. I am taken. (laughs) 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 Um, I do have one daughter. She is my angel. I love her to death. She's 10. Really enjoy both yeah. my girls when I have the free time. Yeah, when you're not working. Which I'm always working. <laughs> which just makes you
2: appreciate them more. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. It's quality time instead of um, quantity time. I'd rather spend time together with anybody as quality time.
2: Okay. What do you like for hobbies?
1: Hobbies? Well, I recently have bought a motorcycle last year, so I really wow. do enjoy that. Unfortunately, my battery died the, oh. last
3: weekend, <laughs> but we'll get it
1: fixed here very soon and um, I'll be back on on two wheels. in Your no time, scooter.
3: So. Don't lie to uh, the scooter. Uh, uh, <laughs> even though the, the the show
1: is called Dream Home Ninjas, I am not a ninja, but I am a martial artist. A Ninja, we call it ninjas because we're experts in our field, but I am a true martial artist also. I've done that pretty much most of my life on and off um, when I was a kid and in my 20s and then most all my 30s I've been in Kung Fu. I'm doing Tai Chi, Wing Chun. And you're not just like the weirdo in the class. You, you actually like have some black
2: belts and stuff.
1: Yes, I've got yeah. multiple black belts. Multiple right. degree black belts. Yeah. Uh, so you, yes. you're like serious about it. I am serious about it, yes. <laughs> not just like I show up in the light, white little thing, you know, just so I got something to do and I can get away from the wife. Right, yes. Uh, very serious. I will consider doing that as my retirement I would love to be able to teach Tai Chi to old people. and When I'm old, trying to retire. old people, <laughs> right, right? Just, just, just do it up at the clubhouses. Yeah, yeah, and just get some Tai Chi on. Yeah, there you go. Get your Tai Chi on. Yes. Yeah. All right. Tai Chi is meditation in motion or medicine in motion. Medicine. Yes. Oh, nice. Cool. Is there a message you try to
2: portray to our listeners? You know that, that you really want them to get.
1: I hope they get important information that they want. Participate with us. Please get on our Facebook page and YouTube or wherever we're at. Try to find us. Instagram, ask us questions. I'd like to have more participation. I'd like to get people's questions answered. And I want to entertain and educate is pretty much the two core values that I have in this. So anybody that wants to learn, I want to teach. Yeah,
2: radio only works one way, but in today's day of technology, we can actually still have a dialogue and a dialogue is always more productive.
1: Right, yeah. So if there's questions out there, please yeah. bring us yeah. on the questions. Well, certainly. So pretty soon we'll have actually a phone number that you can call and actually leave a voice message, and then we'll be able to play it on the air and be able to answer the question at the same time. Yeah. So. Nice.
2: Yeah. Love technology. Yeah, <laughs>
1: we, we, every day we're getting better and better. That's right. That's right. Uh-huh. Pink Panther. So,
2: yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Mike, I appreciate that. And, you know, that was... I think that was good from everybody. So
1: We could highlight a little bit more, but we don't a lot of time. But we do have Vic, which is our fourth ninja that is usually behind and making sure we sound as good as we do and make sure we're not talking all the way into the mic or too loud. Or, <laughs> <laughs> and if we do, he fixes it. Yes, he makes us sound, <laughs> sound wonderful, and we really appreciate you, Vic. Thank, and thank you. you. And he's also like a, a master martial
2: artist guy, too.
1: Yes, he is my Kung Fu brother. He was in the trenches the entire time I was in um, Kung Fu. So,
2: And if you missed it, you can find out more about Vic on last week's show. He has a little part in there where, where he talks a bit about his interests, and he's more the white-collar ninja.
1: Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> the, it was the um, white-collar versus blue-collar episode. That's right. The yes. War on class. No, war on class. <laughs> class war. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, All right. Well, thank you for joining us on Dream Home Ninjas 21.6 The Net here at Slipstream Studios. It's been our pleasure. Thank you.
3: Thank you.
0: The content of this show is for educational and informational purposes only and is a generalization of common DIY projects. Each home project may encounter unforeseen issues with specific circumstances that may not be covered in discussion on this program. This program makes no representations as to the completeness of the information and expressly disclaims any implied warranties as to the fitness of the information to any particular purpose. Before starting any projects, it's recommended the homeowner research the skills and proper materials necessary as well as any and all local requirements for permits. If there is any doubt, it is advised a licensed contractor be consulted prior to commencing your particular project.